welcome to the Psalms, a call to words podcast where timeless truths shape today's words. I am your host, David Bunce, and I hope that you will be blessed as we journey through the great songbook of the Bible. Psalm 84 is a beautiful psalm about being in the presence of God. I'd like to begin the reflection today from The Treasury of David by Charles Spurgeon, in which he says, It matters little when this psalm was written or by whom. For our part, it exhales to us a Davidic perfume. It smells of the mountain heather and the lone places of the wilderness where King David must have often lodged during his many wars. This sacred ode is one of the choicest of the collection. It has a mild radiance about it, entitling it to be called the Pearl of Psalms. If the 23rd be the most popular, the 103rd the most joyful, the 119th the most deeply experimental, the 51st the most plaintive, this is one of the most sweet of the Psalms of Peace. Psalm 84 To the Choir Master, According to the Giddith A Psalm of the Sons of Korah How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts! My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young. At your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house, ever singing your praise, Selah. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The early rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Behold our shield, O God. Look on the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. In this psalm, we hear the psalmist declaring how joyful and wonderful and praiseworthy it is for us to enter into the courts of God. How beautiful is the place where he dwells. John Gill says, Here the gospel trumpet is blown, and its joyful sound echoed forth, and songs of love and grace are sung by all believers. Besides, What makes these tabernacles still more lovely are the presence of God here, so that they are no other than the house of God, the gate of heaven, the provisions that are made here, and the company that is here enjoyed. We need to ask ourselves, what is it about being in the temple of God, being in His holy dwelling place, that is lovely, is beautiful? What is it that draws us to worship and praise and pray to God? Is it the hope that we have of heaven? Is it because of the gifts that He promises to give those who walk in His ways? Or is it God Himself? One of the things we recognize from this psalmist is how he is happy to be in the presence of God for God himself. 
That should be what motivates all of our life, especially as Christians. We find our hope and the way that we live and move is to have our being in Him, to be able to enjoy His presence. Another question we can ask is, why do we look forward to heaven? Why do we look forward with eager anticipation toward an eternal heavenly home? Is it because of the reunification with saints who have gone before us, and family members and friends who knew Jesus? Is it because of the streets of gold we've heard about? Is it because of the removal of sin? While all those are good things, they're not the ultimate thing. The most lovely, the most beautiful, the most wonderful thing about the dwelling place of God is that God himself is there. One of the other resounding truths that we find in light of this psalm is that when we gather as individual believers with other individual believers, we are the church worshiping God. When we gather as the church to worship God, we should find this kind of delight and joy and the presence of praise because it's not ultimately about us. It is about Him. To just be where he is, to worship him, to be able to cry out and rejoice in who he is should be enough for us. Ligonier Ministries publishes Table Talk magazine, and they reflected on this psalm and said, You can tell a lot about a person if you know where he aims to spend his time. A self-professed family man who spends every free weekend out with his buddies and away from his wife and children has demonstrated the emptiness of his claim. On the other hand, the man who must put in a few extra hours off the clock shows a profound devotion to his family if he wakes up before they do and gets his work done before they get up so that he can spend his time at home with them. God's people show their deep commitment to him by longing to be with him and his people. And today's passage provides us with an example of one who was devoted to the Lord above all else. Psalm 84 reveals the heart of a psalmist who saw worshiping the Lord as his highest priority. Is that our highest priority? To worship God, to be in his presence. Maybe you're familiar with the song that came out many years ago, The Better is One Day in Your Courts Than a Thousand Elsewhere. It's based here in this psalm. If you could think of being in the most wonderful place you've ever experienced, the most beautiful, the most incredible uh, place that you have ever visited, or maybe even that you've wanted to visit, think about being there for a thousand days. That would be wonderful. And yet, to be in the presence of God is better than being in any place for a thousand days, just for one day. We find that same kind of heart of the a prodigal son, when he returns to the father, he says, I'll just be a servant uh, if I can be back with you. That should be our heart for being in the presence of God. I would rather even just be a doorkeeper in the house of God rather than be able to dwell in the place of wickedness. Spurgeon again says, every man has his choice and this is ours. God's worst is better than the devil's best. God's doorstep is a happier rest than downy couches with the pavilions of royal sinners, though we might lie there for a lifetime of luxury. It should not just be luxury that we aim for in this life, but the presence of God and to be able to worship Him in spirit and in truth. 
The Puritan Thomas Watson said, Another sign of God's children is to delight to be much in God's presence. Children are to be in the presence of their father. Where the king is, there is the court. Where the presence of God is, there is heaven. God is in a special manner present in his ordinances. They are the ark of his presence. So when we worship him, whether it is when we have time on our own to praise and to pray, or when we get the weekly opportunities to gather with church family to worship God, may it be done so for God's glory and that we would enjoy just merely being in his presence. And may we thank him for the ability to be in his presence because of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this psalm. Thank you for the reality that we know we can spend eternity with you, our son, our shield, the one who guards us and protects us and keeps us, who will continue to give us the desires of our hearts and that our desires would be oriented toward enjoying, glorifying, and praising you for all of our days. Lord, may we find such joy in your presence and may you help us to share that with others. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to The Psalms, a Called to Words podcast. For more content, just visit calledtowords.com. I hope you will join us again next time for more riches from The Psalms.